Hello, and welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast episode, what are we at, 122, I believe? So much for us to talk to today, so much going on in the news, current update, business updates all around the world. Before we get into that, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, five-star review the podcast because you listen every week and you love it, and we thank you for listening. So let's get into it. We will also discuss in our segment, the round table or the question of the week, you decide, actually I decide, you find out. (laughs) Of course, thank you all for listening. Let's get into the show. Big news this week, and the first one that we'll discuss is Sheryl Sandberg. Sheryl Sandberg, who is a COO, Chief Operating Officer of Meta for a long time, Meta formerly known as Facebook, she is stepping down from her role. She was one of the first people that Mark Zuckerberg brought on board, been at the company for a long time, helped grow it. She was instrumental in the growth and the the, the success of Meta, formerly known as Facebook. And now she is leaving and stepping down. She hasn't said, at least for what we know, the plans she has afterwards, but she is stepping down. She put a post on Instagram and it was parodied, copied, reposted by all the news outlets. Um, And yeah, this is big news. I think, you know, when you're talking about an instrumental person, she's been one of the biggest instrumental people in talking about inclusivity and women in the workforce and in corporate and having people lean in her book. Um, And now she's stepping down to do a next chapter of her life, which, you know, if you look at someone that has a huge brand, huge following, huge success, huge track record, she could be investing in the private market, starting something else, speaking gigs. There's so much more, putting another book out, spending time with family. There's so much more she could be doing now that she has the free time as stepping down from Meta. In other news, Elon Musk says you must step up. Elon Musk told the Tesla employees to return to work, meaning in the office, or quit. So Elon Musk um, is telling his employees, stop stop the remote work or be fired. He sent two emails to his staff that leaked, and it said all employees must be in office a minimum 40 hours a week or leave Tesla. The emails Musk also stated that the office time must be at a main Tesla office and not an offshoot location. And if you don't come in, it will be assumed you have resigned. He also took a dig at other companies that do not have in-office stipulations, saying that they haven't shipped any cool products in a while. What do you guys think? I think most people are going to a hybrid model, which I agree with the most um, for corporate people. I work from home 24-7 and love it. Couldn't imagine having to waste my time going to the office. Unless it was like something you just want to change the scenery or you have to do meetings with a group of people. That I get collaboration that I get. But for corporate people, like you tell me which would you prefer? I think most people prefer a hybrid model. From the surveys that I'm seeing, that's what's most effective. I think some people would like to just stay at home and be able to work from home. Some people want to go to the office, but most people prefer a hybrid model. I think a lot of companies are taking that hybrid approach because if you force people to go in, some of your top talent may go somewhere else. So in the near term, you're losing out on top talent if you're a company that is forcing people to go in. In the further out term, though, productivity is a thing. Like if I'm working from home, if I'm someone that was still in corporate and I was working from home, one, if I didn't like the job, I would just like not do it as much and be doing my own thing because that's just the way I am. I've always just done my own thing. Two, if I would like the job but I was like a hustler, there's people out there that have like two or three jobs and they're having like multiple streams of income 
and their full-time jobs because your productivity can be so much less when you're not in the office and having people watching you in that glass fishbowl. Um, so that's a, such a, we're going to see this happen more and more. Um, and we'll see who kind of comes out on top. It's the companies or which companies will come out on top from this. Amazon, a company that's been on top for a while, has a new competitor in the delivery service, and that's Walmart. Walmart is expanding its drone delivery to six states. So Walmart made its own investment and announced plans to extend its par- partnership with DroneUp to include 34 sites across six states. Their planned rollout is to set to be completed by the end of the year. They're wanting to do drone delivery because it's more cost effective for all these retailers, especially for Walmart, to deliver using automation, using a drone, not having to deliver labor and a person, an actual person that goes. And again, we're talking about efficiency. People are more efficient than, than technology. That's just a fact. If you have a software, a piece of equipment that you can get to do deliveries much faster, much more on time without error, it's better for your business. And so Walmart and a lot of companies and retailers across the country are trying to automate everything and get rid of physical human labor. So this is not going away. This is a big thing. And it's something that's going to be happening for a while. Um, I don't know if you guys all saw this. Johnny Walker, if anyone's a drinker out there, Johnny Walker dropped seven NFTs for $35,000 each. Yes, the scotch drink. Diageo owned Johnny Walker. They teamed up with this company called Block Bar to offer seven bottles from its rare Masters of Flavor series as NFTs. They added digital artwork to it, a unique experience, and each of the seven NFTs sold last week. And one is up for resale for $178,000. Would you buy this, folks? If you had all the disposable income to buy it, would you? If you're not a drinker, what thing would you <laughs> drop $35,000? What NFT? Would you drop 35K on? If I'm thinking about it, me, I know it's a sports-related thing because I love sports. It would be like a Kobe Bryant one-of-one memorialized NFT. That would be for sure worth it in my mind. Or LeBron James one. I just saw Forbes headline. They said LeBron is the first active NBA billionaire. Congrats to LeBron King James. The best to ever do it in my mind. And then followed by Kobe Bryant and then Michael Jordan because I'm biased because I like those two. I saw LeBron grow up from St. Vincent, St. Mary. I watched his first game on ESPN. So I'm biased, and I admit it gladly. Shout out to the whole family out there. And I saw this. You know, you're seeing that merging of entertainment and sports. I was seeing a lot of headlines, another headline. This was not part of the the script, but I like to ad-lib. Kanye West is now with Donda Sports and a sports agency. He's plucked two big stars for his agency, Jalen Brown, who's the Boston Celtics, who are now playing in the NBA Finals versus the Warriors game starting tonight. I bet my friend Craig that I would that the Warriors would win. We have a friendly wager on it. I think I'm going to win because the Warriors are going to win, even though I don't want them to win. But I think they're going to win. Actually, I have no horse in this race besides where my money is placed, and that's with the Warriors. So, so back to my point. Kanye West plucked Jalen Brown, who's a star player for the Celtics, for his Donda Sports Agency. He also plucked Aaron Donald of the LA Rams, the most recent Super Bowl winners. And he's Aaron Donald's probably the could be one of the top defensive players to ever play football. You got to put him in the top 10, probably. He's dominated defensive line for a decade. And he's just went to Donda Sports. So you're we're seeing a lot of things happening in the sports entertainment world merging. So it's so, so interesting to see. Um, 
and we've got a lot of that going. So, so tell me what you're seeing in the sports and entertainment world. Speaking of entertainment, happened last week. Justin Timberlake sold his music catalog for $100 million. Yes, he just cashed out his music, music catalog to a private equity firm called Hypnosis Songs Capital. That's full ownership, Hypnosis got, of over 200 Timberlake songs, including music from his solo career and In Six Days and movie soundtracks. The deal doesn't include future music music that Tim Blake may produce. And he's one of a lot of artists that are cashing out on nine-figure deals by selling their music catalogs to these private equity firms. What are these firms going to do with the money? They know that they have a royalty stream that can be very easy to calculate and track. And they can discount to see what their it's the value is. But they also have new frontiers where they can place and stream this music. You're talking about Roblox. You're talking about Web3, different metaverse platforms, one that, some, one that may become really huge. So that's an also potential cash flow on these deals for the private equity firms. And from the sense of the artist, you work super hard if you don't want to continue to like make money off your royalties and different things. And you can sell it and get a cash out, put that money somewhere else. So it works well. That's what a deal is. It's, you know, both sides see something they can gain from it and they cash out. And so you're going to see that more and more. I think Little Wayne sold a piece of his, of his, his catalog. Drake just signed a deal with Universal. It was more of a current deal. I think it had to do with what he's going to produce in the future. But the deal was roughly rumored to be around $400 million for Drake's music in the future. Um, So we'll be watching what these artists are doing here in the future. Let's get on to our next segment. Yes, with the news... And let's get into our roundtable table with the news of Sheryl Sandberg leaving Facebook. I thought it'd be good. Let's talk about for people out there when they think it's time to leave a company or a job or a situation. How do you know? What are the signs? I've left plenty of corporate jobs that I disliked or hated. <laughs> One couple of things you can evaluate is if you're not improving, are you not getting better? Are you not being challenged? Um, those are signs that you may have to say, do I need to stay here for another year or two or will it progress? Will things get better? Is your company not moving in a bad direction? Like there's things going on now, as you see a little bit of the change of the economy, there's different companies that will survive, thrive, or not do so well during a no longer boom time. Do you and your boss have bad vibes? That's one that is a crucial one. Um, a lot of people, most bosses are hated because of course, if you're working for someone if you work for someone of course you usually just don't like like them because no one our, our physical nature our nature is not to be bossed around like it's weird this corporate structure i'm glad i'm no longer in it where you are bossed around that's just a weird structure um and uh, adults just don't like that but is the ba- boss vibe so bad that you have to dip especially if you're a minority like that's something to be said i know these this is a very very touchy situation because you usually don't have a lot of support mentors, people that back you, want you to do well. Um, and that moves to the next part. Are you undervalued? You should probably usually underpaid based on what you're worth. <laughs> but are you undervalued as well? These are signs. Are you not passionate about your work? That's one thing. I have to do stuff I'm passionate about. That's why I love doing what I do because I'm super, super passionate about it. If you're not doing something you're really passionate about and you have to do that for three decades, like I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine doing that for that long. 
do you fit the culture? Again, that's one for my, my minority people, like our black and brown people. Like they don't, a lot of times you may not fit the culture. It sucks. Let's go, let's, let's find something that's for us. Because they definitely, they don't want you to fit the culture. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. They really don't. It's not made for us to rise to the top. So we got to make our own stuff and rise to the top like I did. Like, cause they don't want, they don't really want you in the, in the, in the, in the boardrooms. They really don't. I'll go on another tangent if I keep going, but it's a beautiful Thursday morning right now where we're recording. New York is getting warmer. I'm loving it. What are your summer plans? Let us know. I'm hungry down to continue to work with a lot of great people. So share this podcast with your family, friends. Let's continue to build this community and we'll talk next week.